This is a HeadGum Podcast. To another edition of Melro 210, a We Hate Movies quarantine sideshow. Yeah! Wherein we talk about an episode of Melrose Place one week and an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 the other week. Now, welcome to the other week. We're talking about Beverly Hills. Other Lilith week. Lilith. Other, other week. week. Other <laughs> week. Uh, we are talking about Beverly Hills 90210, a fling in Palm Spring. Original air date, February the 22nd, 1991. A real President's Day of affair. Uh, I am joined with only two of my co-hosts because the third one is missing. No, he's not. He just, he's busy. Um <laughs> I am joined by Eric Siska. Uh, howdy, partner. And Andrew Jupin. Yo! Yeah, we uh, we are missing Chris this week, but thankfully, not a lot of Jim Walsh anyway. You know, yeah. you, you want you want Chris on the Jim Walsh heavy episodes. <laughs> I think also, though, it's just good for that guy to take a day off, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like that fucking good. blood pressure. Yeah. Woo. Take a deep breath. Go for a walk. Maybe mm-hmm. take a bath. Wrap a hot towel around your head. Oh, <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. Uh, this is a President's Day weekend affair. Where in? What are we talking? About? Can we just address this first? Well, why President's it's... Day weekend? Because California's got good weather all year round, right? Yeah. So every week, every long weekend, I guess, is a just party any weekend. Fucking excuse, dude. Any fucking excuse with these people. And yeah, I guess live they... it up. Maybe it's a weekend wherein tourists are less likely to be around, kind of a thing, possibly. Mm. Uh, Does that yeah, make I guess. Sense to you? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, like you think with the, the with the with the holiday weekend though, it would be busier because people have the time off and whatnot. For sure. Yeah. So this is the the idea is all the kids are going to go to Palm Springs to celebrate, uh, just hanging out and blah blah blah, and uh, things go awry. Uh, we open on finally some necking in this show. Hello, it's been yes. a couple of weeks. <laughs> some oh, world class necking. The necking here is awesome. the necking. Uh, the neckers, by the way, are Dylan and Brenda who are doing the necking. When are they going to get naked? Is what at least Dylan's thinking. Oh, Dylan! Dylan! <laughs> Dylan well is done. kind of fed up with it. Is what's happening in this episode. Man, Brenda, I haven't even been jacking it. <laughs> I feel like a proud boy, Bren. You want me to be a proud boy? Nobody likes a racist, Bren. <laughs> you know, I have to say, great thing about this opening, and I don't know if this is. The score here, actually, or if it's just some fake filler music, because it's not pop. It's not like a pop song kind of filler. But like this score, it's like them. They're on a hill. It's nighttime. They're like under a tree making out. It had a real Twin Peaks vibe right at the start. 
Yeah, you just, it, it is, you kind of expect like an old lady to like run and scare them kind of a thing. <laughs> Something of a haunting synth music, you know. Where's the fucking old witch from Donnie Darko to fucking go out in the middle of the road? Oh, wow. this is what it is. There's like an, there's an interdimensional portal in the woods, much like mm. Twin Peaks, but mm-hmm. it goes to Melrose Place. <laughs> oh, and that's, fuck. That's where they followed Jake through that one time. <laughs> Dude, it's like a shortcut in Mario Brothers. Yeah. Jake, the Riverboat Strangler, is like the Bob of both of these dimensions. Can I say, speaking of the Riverboat Strangler, how really Sandy? Quickly? How Sandy? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I saw on uh, Twitter something I thought was very interesting, and I think it is just a testament to the popularity of this show uh, that we are winding down this month, but will return at some point on Patreon. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh man, I can't believe I lost my whole train of thought. Internet. Oh yeah, I saw somebody had their Twitter handle turned to Riverboat Strangler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really appreciate whoever you are. It is sweeping the nation. This is actually like a just a great. I mean, like uh, we, Dylan, by the way, is one of my favorite lines of the episode. Is like, I'm dying here, Bren. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my balls are going to explode. <laughs> right, the blue balls myth, right? Right. And he does have I mean like this is this episode really does take advantage of a the chemistry between the entire cast but specifically in certain episode in certain bits the chemistry between him and uh Shannon Doherty is really good, especially at yeah. the end bit there. Like they 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 play off each other really well uh and it does you know it's a high school thing. He wants to have sex. She's not exactly ready. She's like, "Hey, um He's like, well, he's like, he's like, he's really trying to, you know, uh, uh, get a good timetable going here. He's like, all right, all right, fine, not now. How about next weekend? She's like, well, actually, next weekend I'm going to Palm Springs with Kelly and Donna. He's like, Kelly and Donna, <laughs> dude. Luke Perry <laughs> delivering those lines like Dylan is trying to hold back fucking vomit was great. <laughs> it's just, all right, Ke- Kelly, I could understand. She's hot in her own right, but honestly, Donna Bren. Really? <laughs> I don't know how, like, Bren got this past Jim and Cindy Walsh. Yeah, it, 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 but, but that's the thing. So Dylan is is a schemer. He's like, okay, cool. How about you go to Palm Springs with Donna and Kelly, and I show up, I get a hotel, boom, we're banging in, in the noontime. And here's the thing, Dylan McKay, as much as I love you, dude, he does not play this correctly because mm. the move is – Hey, Bren, I'll go up. Yes. I'll get the suite. Okay. And then we can hang sometimes, but we can also just hang as a group of friends. His whole thing is like, I'll rent that suite and then you can come and we'll have three days together and you won't see your friends. Exactly. And I think that's that's that sets us off on a bad turn here. Yeah, like just come over, we'll put on a movie just and see what happens. <laughs> it's a little bit of a fuck vacation. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's like, all right, you go, we'll get the lubricant, I'll bring condoms. Like, you're just getting a little too much, dude. The only time we leave the suite, Bren, is if someone needs to refill the ice bucket. <laughs> It'll be like I'm surfing, but inside of you. <laughs> Oh my god! Hang ten, dude! Catching a wave, Bren. Oh my god, it's getting grosser by the joke. Mahalo, my friend. Oh my I'll put on this wetsuit. It's a condom. Good news is all these people are well into their thirties. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. Nothing gross here. Um we kinda we cut to the the Walsh household. Um, you know, and and there is there is like a line to pl- pay service to mm-hmm. what Eric's talking about because yeah, Jim and Cindy are real fucking ball busters, especially with their their daughter who they dislike much less more than their son. Uh <laughs> they're just like 
I can't believe we we agreed to this. There's going to be no parents? It's like, yeah. I don't know. It seems kind of weird. And I guess they left out the detail that it's supposed to be Steve Sanders' like, family's house. Oh, right. Yes. And what I, I think I missed that line. I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it. But, like, what was the deal there? His mom fucked up, like, the... Weekends or something? It, they're getting it fumigated. That, oh, uh, man, what a bummer. I guess there was a President's Day's Day sale. <laughs> also, though, like, you know, I mean, like, Brenda, again, you got to play this right. Was, oh, no, we're going to Steve uh, Sanders' place. Steve Sanders, who's going to be there? Well, his mom will be there, of course. And then we'll just, mm-hmm. there's a cool rumpus room and there's a fucking foosball table. Yeah, Meanwhile, but you, you're doing blow in the bathroom. <laughs> well, the problem, though, is you got to be careful with saying shit like, the mom or the dad or whomever is yeah. going to be present because then it's like, cool, so when you get to the house, have that person call me. And then mm-hmm. you got Steve Sanders doing an impression of his mother on the <laughs> telephone. Ooh, that might be fun to watch. Ooh, I'm Mrs. Sanders. <laughs> the kids are having a great time. Bye now. Steve Actually, could, I could do Mrs. Sanders. Steve couldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> couldn't hurt a fly. Apparently she's a celebrity, so they might know what her voice sounds now, that's like. That's true, Oh, yeah. fuck. See, yeah, you're double-fucking yourself No, there. you just get old episodes from that TV show she was on. <laughs> a lot of play and fast-forward and rewind. Yeah, get two VCRs and edit together a fucking <laughs> ransom note type of thing. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Walsh. Your children are fine. Your kids are the best kids. <laughs> Certainly better than my own, Stephen. Um, it cuts to static for sound for a second in between those cuts. An old commercial accidentally <laughs> makes its way in. <laughs> Liberty Medical Insurance. <laughs> a reverse mortgage is reverse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um... Um, so, uh, Brandon shows up, he's wants, uh, he wants dad to buy him a car and he's like, Hey man, look, uh, I work my ass off at this place. I can't even go to Palm Springs cause Nat's sister is sick and I have to like manage the peach pit for a whole weekend. Here's a question about the peach pit. Are the only two people that <laughs> serve food there, Nat and Brandon? It seems that way. Cause it- there's like some cooks and whatnot, but as far as other servers, I think I, that's it. I think you're right. And there's no, and Nat is barely in this episode to the point of which I was asking, where's Nat? Nat is not in this episode. He's not in it friend. at all. Not He's in it at all. My God, what is going on? Where is he? If I'm Joe Itata and I'm like just sitting around like, ah, oh, they didn't need me last week. And I put on my TV and they're in the peach pit. I'm like, oh, fuck. And we're <laughs> in the peach pit for a long time, too. And then like Joe Itata is going to be fucking waiting for the script where it's like Nat selling the joint, retiring. <laughs> selling the joint to Brandon. Like, I, just, <laughs> I can't believe he's not in it. I watched this last night in a drunken haze. Um, <laughs> sure. And it was a lot of fun, but like I thought he was in it for like a half a second, but I guess I'm wrong. No, no yeah, he's not. Yeah, it, it just kind of bl- like I guess they, they kind of blow their guest star budget on the grandparents, and then all the other kids that kind of show up. Sure, and you know what, Joe Tata, man, he does not come cheap. I mean, the peach pit is the Tata domain. I'm sorry, Brandon. Find something else to do this weekend. <laughs> I just love the idea of the Tata Domain. <laughs> By the way, I think the Tata Domain is the name of a fucking Vegas strip club. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love Come on out to the Tata Domain. There's a buffet or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the commercial, by the way. That oh, yeah, for Las sure, yeah. Vegas. Man, do you think people are ever going to eat at buffets again? No, oh, my God. I can't no. imagine. Can that you? industry's done. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. Sorry, buffet industry. I, I feel like I got sick of it like 10 years ago. Like I, I swore it off. I feel like and I not, never, never touch that shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even tell you the last time I've been to a buffet, honestly. I can't, uh, yeah, I cannot. I, I think, no, you know, I went to, we were in Pennsylvania once and like, no, yeah, we didn't even go in because it was so creepy. It was just like, <laughs> oh, we were camping. Like, oh, let's go uh, to this crazy buffet in Germantown or some crazy shit. And there was like a line around the block of terrifying people. We're like, we're not going in there. <laughs> no way. You're going to fucking Pennsylvania German food buffet? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um, Ooh, I might go there, actually. So uh, Brandon's like, hey, I want this super expensive car because all my friends have it. I work really, really hard. And Bing! And uh, Jim wants to go eat shit, dude. And he's like, yeah, but Dylan's dad bought him a Porsche. Not the greatest example. Not And he's like, yeah, Dylan's dad's being indicted. Yeah, he's facing a grand jury indictment. It's such a good moment for Jim Walsh to tell tell his kid that his friend is a piece of shit. And what also, like, Brandon is saying, like, oh, the car will appreciate in value? I don't know about that, dude. Not if you're driving it. Yeah, what are you talking about? If it's a classic car, sure, but that means you have to like put it under a fucking wraps and just keep it in a, in yeah, a cellar somewhere. You just have to wipe it with a diaper, you know. <laughs> and like, then the uh, only time you fucking take it out is, you know, when you're going to some dumb car show in the parking lot of an ice cream parlor. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, you buy a car. The instant you buy a car, uh, you're losing money by the day. You know? <laughs> That's how that works. And yep. he's so dumb right here because it's like you're working hard and. You know, your dad does have a good job, and Jim Walsh at the end of the episode agrees to help them help him out or something. But like, just split the difference. You don't need a fucking lemon like your last car. But exactly. You yes. A, you don't need a classic car. You're 17 <laughs> years old. Get like a fucking you know a cool looking Hyundai. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like totally. Get a Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we loved those in the 90s. Uh, so, but it was the, it was the, it was the nineties. We all love vintage chic. This is all like fucking James Dean fucking J-O-ing this entire <laughs> series. So yeah, you need the classic car to go with your fucking bowling shirt and whatever else is going on. J-O-ing. <laughs> oh, that's a jerk offing. Right. Okay. Oh, I jerk thought... offing. Yes, of <laughs> I died of a J-O. <laughs> so, uh, we cut to school and Steve's at a, his poor mood because of the fumigation <laughs> thing. And like Scott, and, oh man, here it comes. God Scott, damn it. God damn it. Scott and David are like, oh man, we're going to, we're, we're going to Magic Mountain. It's going to be a great weekend, President's Day. And like David's like, I'm so excited for girls, this, that, and the other thing. And Scott's like, yeah, but the roller coasters. You know, yeah. and this is, it's an unfortunate thing in adolescence, right? It's like not. Everybody mm-hmm. needs to be interested in like dating and whatever, and you know, hooking up like at the same time. Like people aren't at the same pace, and it just sucks because like here's Scott, man. Scott likes computer technology <laughs> and going likes, on roller coasters. He likes designing nightclubs. <laughs> I mean, he's a kid. I mean, this yes. is like freshman of high school. Like, yes. I mean, I think David is the one that's being a crazed sexual deviant and is going way above and beyond. I, he's, he, David thinks he needs to prove so much and Scott's just like, whatever, dude, man. I'm in a nightclub in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're absolutely correct, but the, the thing about it is like i mean the it's so fucking crushing 
David literally just like leaves him in the hallway and is like, uh, maybe we can do that another time. It is See you later. So, so Steve but the walks- coupon, the coupon's only for this weekend. Steve- oh, is that what he's saying? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because Steve oh. comes by and he's like, I don't, I'm not in the mood for your shit today, David Silver. You know, I don't want to talk to any <laughs> Jewish people at all. And you're like, whoa, Steve. But then he doesn't say that. Um, he like, does say, though, that uh, he says, I'm never in the mood for you, David. <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm not in, the for you, not in the mood for you today, David. Uh, my mom canceled our Palm Springs weekend because of the fumigation thing. And then David, and I, don't, I don't think he exactly knows what he's doing, but he's just like, oh, yeah, I love Palm Springs. My grandparents have this house. They're never there. And Steve's like, say. And yeah. here's the thing. like, When you get to see this house, when you get to see the amount of cars we're taking to Palm Springs, Scott can clearly go. Like That's it's re- what I was getting at, dude. <laughs> it's uh-huh. really easy to be like, okay, hey, it's my house. And it's also David Silver's deal. Like, You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, my house, my fucking little Dungeons and Dragons friend can come to. <laughs> well, David's trying to like jump up the social ladder, and having Scott there might drag him down. Plus, like he wants babes, and Scott might scare them off. I guess part of the idea. Well, this well, the is house the... is so big, you lock him upstairs with a fucking Super Nintendo. <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> this fucking house, and we'll get to it because the grandparents are there. But like, call ahead, and if no one answers, yes. you're yep. in the clear. Exactly. Yep. Hey, David, they've got Mario paint up here. That's great, Scott. K-clunk. <laughs> Good job being creative. <laughs> lock. Um, hey, David, I'm hungry. <laughs> I can't breathe up here. <laughs> he, uh, but this, this is the beginning of the cleaving, wherein he cleaves himself away from Scott into, uh, you know, in, with Kelly, Steve, and Dylan, and Dylan the whole the whole sexy gang, and it's like you could kind of maybe make that inroad for your buddy Scott. He's got some stuff, you know. Dil- Brandon doesn't hate his guts necessarily, you know. There's no, but- I mean, he's always been like seemingly nice. Dylan stood up for him that time in the computer lab. Like it could happen, and like, oh, it is just Harper. And the way that they film it too is yes. like, you know, Steve like has his arm around David, and they're walking away, and. The guy playing Scott is just in the background, and then like the group of kids in the hallway, like you know, cover him up, like till you can't see him anymore, and he's gone from well, the episode. He, the face uh, Douglas Emerson is making is he's counting all the money he's gonna lose when he's written out of the show, <laughs> which is, the clock starts right here, like right this second. It's Did he like, ever do anything after this at all? I think he, he joined ju- the military or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, he shit. joined the the Air Force. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so he gets shot in the face on, on this show. Yeah. By by his own hand. Yeah. And then he goes on to shoot people. <laughs> That's yeah. it, man. Vengeance. Vengeance is yeah. his. So Steve, you're saying you know, do they continue the whole thing of like David will like repeatedly be a bad friend to Scott yes. until he accidentally commits suicide? That is kind of the thing. It's like sort of it's it's a big thing of like I want to hang out with these people because they're so cool. And Scott, you're such a geek. And, you know, just keep leaving Scott in the dust all the time while Scott's like, oh, oh. man. <laughs> and so is the accidental suicide, like, because he's trying to look cool in front of David? We will get there eventually, probably <sighs> on Patreon. I promise yeah. you guys. I promise you guys. I just, oh, poor Scott, man. He's just getting such a raw deal. Uh, So, anyways, uh, now... Steve's like, hey, cool, we'll go to David Silver's place. There's a great scene where Donna, Kelly, and Brenda are like, it's going to be great this weekend, and Donna's got all these 
clothes and she, they're like, what the fuck? It's three days. She's like, well, you got to dress different for guys in high school. Got to dress different for guys in college, <laughs> grad school guys, dropout guys. Yeah, totally. And they're all like, you know what, Donna? That's the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I just like this idea that she's like Clark Kent or something. And she's like, he's a dropout guy. Gets to a phone booth and puts on that specific uniform. You know who could bang a college dropout? <laughs> Donna. You know, it might be fun to have Donna say something smart about her wardrobe. <laughs> um, it reminded me of the, the fucking great gag on Seinfeld when George and Jerry are going to L.A. because Jerry's going to do The Tonight Show. And George comes in with all of the luggage and he's talking about how he dresses for like the mood that he's in. Yeah. And it's like, so what is this mood? And he goes, morning mist. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, that's that's me when I go on vacation, man. I just want some, I want options. I definitely want options. Yeah, I mean, that's a fire fit from Costanza there. It was like <laughs> a little teal, I think, yep. was in play. It you was a hat on. Great. You know, and I, I totally support that. I know, Steve, you are a big overpacker, but, you know, here's the thing. You just need the one bathing suit, dude. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> um, so we wind up just going to Palm Springs. Brandon doesn't go. Uh, we're on the road. Uh, we've got some cool B-roll of kids at Palm Springs, it seems. Oh, man, this stuff is all great. And I was like, man, is this what happens to Palm Springs during times like this? Because it looks like spring break. It's fucking crazy because it's like February, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's outstanding. I mean, I think this episode is part of that cultural narrative we all know and cherish that the perception of California from people from outside of California is it's a nonstop party. Mm. And we get that on the streets of Palm Springs. There's like... These colorful Jeeps, you know, people with no clothing on. <laughs> people just drinking in the street kind of a thing. Yeah. I do. I mean, if I was, I mean, David Silver bringing this camera. If I'm Kelly Taylor, I am triple checking the bathroom all the time. Absolutely. I'm showering. I'm locking every, I'm, putting, I'm propping something in front of the door. Because here's the thing, dude. Not all, you got to, you got to check for beyond cameras, man. You got to check for audio equipment. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> David Silver is the kind of kid that would put some sort of audio device in a toilet tank yep. and then listen to her take a piss later. And Absolutely. That, and also not three. And, and that's the thing, David. You want to be in with these people. Stop fucking videographing these people. You know what I mean? Like, stop <laughs> yep. breaking into s- slumber parties and taking pictures, you fucking creep. Here's the thing. If he hadn't been, like, doing that and, like, filming the fucking fashion show and whatever, if this was like, oh, it's a road trip, I'm going to bring the camcorder, it's way less creepy. But yeah. the track record speaks for itself. Our best idea was videotaping this crime spree. <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, stopped for gas. Steve it has the, it has this fucking hat. He looks exactly like Ice Cube from NWA, but a gross white version. Oh, my God. he's got God. the curly hair co- yep. coming out right. the back of it. You know, yes. and it's just barely on his head. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's the style at the time, but not for you, Steve. I um, was quite shocked that these kids all agree to stop at a self-serve gas station, by the way. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Kelly actually does like express apprehension about spending a weekend with David Silver, which is nice. I, I like that uh, we're, we're keeping with the continuity there that he has been a creep indeed. Yeah, because uh, Steve says something about like, oh, you know, we're going to have a good time this weekend, Kel. And she's like, with David Silver? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? Because he might film you taking a shit, Kelly Taylor. How about that? <laughs> well, the weird thing is, hey, like, I kind got, of Scott, without... I got the Kelly. I got the Kelly tape. It's a real splatter job. Let's listen to it in the <laughs> AV club. Oh my god! 
well, yeah, that's cool, but I got this cool. I took my camera and I recorded the Magic Mountain Mega Coaster. <laughs> I mean, I'll also listen to a girl take a shit, but the coaster was cool too. Scott, that's not a camera, that's a gun. <laughs> Action, David! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's got a gun! <laughs> Um, no, so, like, uh, we stop at this guest. Also, like, the weird thing, like, I kind of don't understand why Kelly would even hang out with Steve. Like, I understand in the sense of, like, Ke- Brenda's best friend, Brenda's your best friend or one of your best friends. Yeah. Her twin brother is Brandon. We all hang out together. His good friend is Steve. It makes a big group. But when Brandon's not there, what the fuck is Steve doing here? Because I think it's a thing where it's like, you know what? Our relationship ended, but we can have this like mature yeah. friendship with each other, even though we are indeed supposed to be 17 years Dude, old. Dude, he just <laughs> needs to stop begging her for sex every episode. Exactly. Again, the track record speaks for itself, because later in the episode when they like kind of have this nice moment with David's grandparents, who are by far and away the greatest guest stars we have had on this show (laughs) so far they fucking kick ass in every way uh they tell like some nice story and like Stephen kelly kind of exchange some looks if it wasn't for the track record of every day at school fuck me fuck me fuck me fuck me fuck me (laughs) maybe some sort of you know rekindling uh, rekindling could have happened but dude it's just the damage is done steve sanders take your fucking curly ass mullet and get out of (laughs) here so uh while we're stopping for gas david meets this girl named tuesday uh who you know and i the way she looks at him like he's just like trying to get a snack from a vending machine she looks at him and i really thought this was going to go a different way because i don't remember this episode terribly well i was like oh is she like gonna think that he's a mark kind of a thing i definitely Ooh. thought and i think that was just because of the car theft episode from yes. a few weeks back yeah. that uh i thought that was gonna happen again which is why I, by the way i appreciate that brandon is not involved in this whole party thing because it's like i've gotten that morality tale with brandon enough. totally he's a fucking teetotaler get out of here yeah but she's also like, we are conveniently forgetting again in this episode not us but the program the writers, actors, showrunners, and the like all forget that he had that fucking drunk driving arrest. Yeah, come on. Like, come you just have to keep hammering that home for, like, the rest of the first season at least. No, Steve, I can't go to Palm Springs. My ankle bracelet will go off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we just, because St. Brandon can't have any any big skeletons in this closet. So that happened, but no, nah, it's fine now. It's, it's, all, it's all fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this girl kind of hits on him, and he's like, "Whoa, a girl!" And like, I think earlier on, Steve kind of told him to play it cool. So he is trying to play it cool here, as he says, a Johnny Depp vibe, which I kind of don't get, but sure. Like, I guess like aloof <laughs> is the idea. Aloof, sort of uncaring, like mm. too cool for the room kind of a thing. He's basically telling him to neg her, and he's like, "Oh, that totally worked." So he comes back to Steve. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, not only that, Steve, the, the negging, of course, but also dropping." No, I'm from. LA, you know, Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then you point I at, have money. You just got to point it. Oh, that's what I came in, and it's Steve, uh, Steve Sanders' car kind of a thing. Yep. So, uh, you know, he goes back. He's like, yeah, she's going to bring her friends over later. We see it's in the background. It's incredible. I took a picture of it for my Twitter. <laughs> it is this this bag of chips. Andrew, did you see this? I know Eric commented it on yes. it. A bag of chips? Oh, I, oh. this bag of Doritos. I'm oh, gonna, all right. I'm, I'm going gonna to share it in the room here. Okay, yeah. yeah I've got to see this thing. While you're doing that, Steve, I wanted to say, as the, we're going to the gas station, uh, my, one of my favorite contributions to this show, Extra Alert, 
Brenda, or no, it's uh, so Brenda at the same time is like at this hotel lobby mm-hmm. at one point. I'm getting a little ahead here. It's fine. But, but they, she walks by these three drunk dudes in this lobby, and it is three of the funniest extras you'll ever I miss see them. in your life. It's so funny. All right, so let me look. I'm pulling this up. So, oh my God, look at that, <laughs> that fucking Doritos bag is bigger than a child. It's it's this girl. I mean, she's like a, you know, a teenage girl it's <laughs> at the gas station. This bag is. Look at this fucking it's, it's wearable. It's like the bag is the size of someone's torso, like their entire part of their body. It's two thirds of this woman's body weight is this bag of Doritos. I can't yeah. even believe it. And I'm drooling over here uh, over the chips, of course. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's great. Uh, but yeah, so Brenda is going to go meet Dylan at this hotel. She winds up going to the wrong hotel because Brenda has to do everything wrong. And she's just like, oh, hey. And the guy's like, are you sure it's the desert? palm hotel or is it the palm desert hotel or the river desert you know all this like it's kind of the same kind of yeah. uh, iteration on it and she's like oh no and he's like did you write it down and she's like no and i lost my wallet he's like i don't care <laughs> <laughs> this guy is incredible though. by the way i'm gonna crack my second tall boy of the episode oh good hey, excellent wow. good for you I, i'll take this moment to crack a beer as well while also saying uh you know what it the episode tries to play it like this uh, concierge is being a little rude oh no not at all but no way. Like, Brenda, I'm sorry. You're trying to take this big girl trip with your friends at <laughs> this fucking fuck fest in Palm Springs? Listen, if you're going to be fucking in the desert, you need your wallet. You need to write down the name of the hotel that you're staying in. This is inexcusable. It is. Um, it's a great window, though, into the era that we didn't have cell phones everywhere. Like, she's completely stranded, doesn't know where anyone is, has yeah. no no lifeline in terms of, a, you know, maybe she's got a credit card through her parents or something. There's nothing that can save her now, except for maybe Tom the Bellhop. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, Tom man, the Bellhop. What is this serial a, killer? A wolf in sheep's clothing, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> He's just this guy. She's like, you could stay at my house. <laughs> I'll sleep on the fucking floor and I'll smell your feet. Uh, yeah, no thanks, dude. Yeah, because he's like, oh, you're you're stranded, huh? That sounds too bad for you. Why don't you come? You can stay at my house. And she's You'd like, be perfect for my collection. <laughs> I need a brunette. <laughs> I've been missing a brunette. By the way, this gentleman is uh the actor's name is David Gale. Eric Siska, you'll appreciate this. This gentleman respawns in season four Ooh. as another love interest for Brenda. That's amazing. His name is David Gale, huh? Yes. The life so now of- we're yeah, we're about to say we're now knowing the life of David Gale. <laughs> nice. Remember that uh, movie, folks? Ex- obscure uh Kevin, what's his Space? Kevin Spacey, Spacey movie yeah. where he gets the death penalty? <laughs> I, I don't I couldn't tell you what happened. Or in he's that movie. fighting. Call that aspiration call that aspirational cinema. Yeah, it would be cool, that dude. Uh, never mind. Uh, I will say. <laughs> oh, man, there was something else about this. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say, Steve, that this David Gale was related to Back to the Future's Bob Gale, the writer of those films. Oh, maybe, maybe he is. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, no, I think it's spelled differently. Um, but yeah, so he's just like, hey, you could stay in my room. She's like, no, thank you. Or my my house. I'll sleep on the floor. She winds up, He he clears out a utility closet for her to sleep in. And, like, that's kind of the funny thing that's going on. Meanwhile, she calls back to Brandon 
so she, she's like trying to call all over to find uh, where Dylan might be. Dylan just, calls Brandon first. Yes, Dylan calls Brandon first. He's like, hey, do you know where uh, your sister is? And he's like, no, she's kind of hanging out with David. You know, she'd be with David Silver's grandparents and or uh, Henry Silver. It's in the book, I think. He, yeah, he and this is Dylan at like the hotel bar or whatever. And this girl is like, hey, and he's like, oh, hey. it's, it's this real like. The life of Luke Perry. This would happen to him all the. You just go to a bar. It's like, hey, and it's like, oh man. <laughs> she goes. It's kind of wor- a little worse though, because she goes, uh, "Remember me?" Mm. And thankfully, he's like, "Oh yeah, Janie." Oh no, it's that French woman. I got pregnant. I gotta get out of <laughs> Palm Springs. Oh no, she's come to enact revenge on me. <laughs> It's just crazy because Dylan is like fucked up and down the fucking western seaboard (laughs) that like these women are just like, oh, you don't remember me, but we fucked. And like (laughs) then he's pressuring a high school student. I know he's also supposedly a high school student. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird to have your high school student character be this out there. This much of a Lothario. Yeah. This is like a Don Draper season three thing (laughs) or something. Yeah, dude, if you're laying more pipe than Don Draper, that's something. Um, so like we nothing- should say, speaking of calling the the calling Brandon, as this is all going on, oh, we're God, also this- editing back to Beverly Hills where Brandon is befriending this little kid who's coming into the peach pit. It's the same little actor that calls Jerry Seinfeld a fat fuck in the the non-fat <laughs> yogurt episode. Yeah. He's oh, totally I love it. He's playing Curtis is the kid's name. Curtis, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just <sighs> he's just a little turd. He's in there eating pie and uh, you know insulting the food. Actually, that's probably why Nat's not in the episode because all this kid does is drag his restaurant the whole time. <laughs> Nat would be kicking this kid out in the road. Uh, 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 there's this weird bit where like he's like, oh, only girls wear bracelets, Brandon. He's like, no, it's a friendship bracelet. It's fucking really expensive. You wouldn't be able to afford it, you little shithead. <laughs> and uh, my favorite part of the episode is Andrea poor Andrea comes oh, in oh Jesus three buses later gets to the peach pit um, she three up. buses for a three minute conversation by the way she's like oh way. hey Brandon update I just looked up Curtis on IMDB uh, uh-huh. John Christian Grass he was also in Kindergarten Cop that's oh, right that's yes, right I kind of remember him yes he because uh, he's the little kid whose uh, father is abusing him or that, the mother. Yes, yes. I oh, think yeah. that's the dad that. that's abusing him. Yes, yes, yep. Um, yeah. So Andre shows up and she's like, "Hey, Brandon, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Yeah, you you got nothing to do either, huh, Andre?" And she's like, "No, I don't." <laughs> oh, what's the matter, Andrea? Couldn't figure out all the bus transfers <laughs> to Palm Springs. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> Oh, by Fuck, the way, that's cruel. Update. <laughs> another update on Curtis. This uh-huh. is funny. He joined Scott as going into the military. He's oh, did a, he really? He's in the Marine Corps training to be an aviator as of 2010. Oh, wow. I hope he made it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but the, the whole thing here is like, he's like, oh, yeah, why don't you, the kid, Brandon goes away, and the kid goes up to Andre, he's like, why don't you have a, fra- a friendship bracelet? Don't you have any friends? Oh my god, it sucks! It's it so sucks. good. <laughs> and she's like, I, uh, uh, I have plenty of friends. I've got my books. I've got uh, the man that used to jerk off in front of me at the bus station. Uh, I have uh, two of my teachers. I don't, you know, Brandon. Just, just date Andrea exactly right? she's there she's good looking you yeah. like each other for the most part she, you know you can talk about things it's so wild too because like they have the the 
like four sentences that these two actors exchange between each other here in this episode. Like Brandon is like leaning over the counter. She's like leaning in. Their faces are really close. They're joking. They're getting mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. The two actors have good chemistry together. It's just so heartbreaking that this never happens. <laughs> For Andrea oh specifically. Really never- <laughs> yeah. I think Andrea Zuckerman is my favorite character. Her and Jim Walsh are starting to, and Dylan, of course. But well, yes. Audrey is salt of the earth, man. She she doesn't have a fucking silver spoon. She's not even like fake poor like Brandon is. Like, oh, yeah. my dad <laughs> won't buy me a car. She's like, yeah, I took fucking five buses yeah. to go to the peach pit to smell your hair, asshole. <laughs> and he's also crying at Steve Sanders at the start of this episode, being like, well, some of us have to work, Steve. I know. I, yeah, okay. It's a, little, a great... <laughs> it's a little rich boy job. Your daddy yep. wants to teach you the value of a yep. buck. Right, right, It'll yeah, right. be fine. I do love when Brandon, just to not backtrack too far, but when Brandon is telling Steve, like he's reminding him that he can't go, and he's like, Steve, didn't you get my message? I said I couldn't go. And I'm picturing like the scene of Brandon having to be like, yeah, Steve, I, I can't go to Palm Springs. I gotta work at the beach this weekend. Ned's sister had a heart attack. <laughs> You know what? That would be good. Give me like a gnat calling him up, do just voiceover or something, be like, Brandon, I need you to run the peach pit. My sister had a heart attack. <laughs> then he calls back like halfway through the episode when Brandon's closing up and it's like, she's gone, Brandon. She's gone. And he's like, who is this? And that cash register better not be short when I get back. Um, and that's kind of their, their we can just actually finish this, this subplot. It's kind of useless. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the kids just keep popping back. He's got witty banter, this, that, and the other thing. He's kind, You can kind of tell something's going on with him. Yeah. Uh, Brandon leaves one the last night of uh, their trip. Uh, not the, you know, of the episode. Uh, and this is the thing. He le- he closes up the peach pit. You you look at the kid, watch how Brandon does the register earlier in the episode. The kid, you know, Brandon shuts the lights, closes the door. Immediately the kid's out. You always got to give the five-minute buffer. You yep. always got to do it. Yeah, I mean, how long have you been sitting there waiting it out anyway, kid? Like, what's another five minutes? It's ridiculous. And the kid, the kid is a fucking criminal mastermind. <laughs> he explains later that... He uh, left the bathroom window open so that he could sneak in after right. dark. Here's a question, though, because like when Brandon leaves, you know, he locks like the side door to the peach pit and he's like, you know, walking to his bike or car. I don't know. And uh, he what Jason Priestley does is it's supposed to be like a, oh, I forgot something and I have to go back inside. He puts his hand up against like his like front, like breast pocket out yeah. of, his, of his T-shirt. And I was like. Well, what are you keeping in there? Keys, cigarettes, your wallet? Like, what does a person put in a fucking front pocket other than a pen, which I can't imagine you're going back for? It's a great question. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, Ooh, ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Um, That's where I keep my lucky condom. Ooh. <laughs> he always leaves it in the drawer for the shift. He leaves it in the cash register for safekeeping. So and then damage. if you can, like, see the condom through his T-shirt and you ask him, like, hey, Brandon Walsh, is that a condom in your front chest pocket? He goes, no, nah, it's just my flat nipple. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's my third flat nipple. <laughs> but, no, what he uh, he finds the kid and it's like, hey, you, I'm going to call your parents. Like, we don't have a phone. 
We're homeless. And He's we were, jacking yeah. this kid up against this cash oh, register. He I, flips him around and gives him the old like two Ooh. fists on the t-shirt. I thought he was gonna break his neck. <laughs> this is like a TJ Hooker takedown. Yeah, like tackles this kid's legs. It's crazy. <laughs> I really, I thought the morale because you know there's so many episodes of Brandon learning a lesson. I thought it was gonna be like, don't fucking break a kid's neck. <laughs> uh, Brandon learns this episode not to kill children. <laughs> Jim Walsh is like. Don't worry about it. It happened to me, too. We'll get past this. <laughs> it's actually it how I met your mother. <laughs> Brandon, their bones are smaller and more gen- more weaker than ours. You can't just <laughs> throw them around like you're throwing around Steve Sanders. Uh, but no, he's homeless, and Brandon feels really bad. He makes him dinner, and then he kind of goes home. And the last part of the episode, because who cares, is... Uh, you know, Brandon coming back to Jim and Cindy in the house. Like, oh, hey, Brandon, you know, we're going to help you with your car. And he's like, you know, Dad, it kind of like Mondale. And he's like, wow, you are so much better than your sister. Jesus Christ. God boy. damn. You know what, Brandon? <laughs> Every day you remind me and your mother that your sister fucking sucks ass. <laughs> but, I mean, it's good that it puts in perspective for Brandon. Sure. That, like, you're not you're not. You're not fucking on poverty's door like you keep acting like. Exactly. It's kind of it's very important to the character of Brandon Walsh that he did not go on this Palm Springs weekend. But meanwhile, at Palm Springs, we get to David Silver's house and it's fucking banging this place. Holy God shit. Damn it, dude. I want to start selling drugs so I can get money <laughs> like this. I was actually I'm you know, me and my wife were watching this. We were like, fuck, you know, it's not about having kids. It's about being party grandparents. Dude, <laughs> right? These two fucking rule. So they're, you know, he's giving them the grand tour. They're like, wow, this house is fucking sick. This, that, and the other thing. You can also tell right here it's a real well shut my mouth from Kelly and Donna. Exactly. Like, nice fucking house. Um, Better than your fucking bug-filled whatever the fuck, Steve Sanders. <laughs> and what's so funny, too, is like like David is so embarrassed by his grandparents being around, but everyone at the party loves them. And oh they're bringing God. drinks. I think they're bringing alcoholic drinks That's to these children. That's my are. question. Yes. No, they, they 100% are, because in the first uh, instance of like party weekend where you see them coming out with a tray of drinks, the grandpa, when they're walking away, yep. definitely goes, tequila! <laughs> and I was like, fucking right, grandpa! Hold on, this me, is awesome. Let me just check. Maybe it's in the soundtrack. Maybe tequila is playing. and he's... Oh, you know what? I think tequila is playing on the soundtrack. <laughs> I think I looked at the soundtrack on IMDb. That that's would make the, some sense. But even still, maybe he's just giving these... Yeah, La Bamba and tequila are played this episode. I, I, oh, I, I missed th- a good chance to hear La Bamba? God damn it, these cheapskates. <laughs> I think legally they had to play that song Tequila there so that it would be like, yeah, yeah, you know what's happening. But, you know, for the censors at the network, we're playing Tequila. You're totally right, Eric. It's like Hitchcock filming the train going into the tunnel at the end of North (laughs) by Exactly. Put it together. (laughs) It's a tray of red drinks. They look like fucking cocktails. You know what I mean? Dude, these kids are having the time of their life. These grandparents don't give a fuck about the law. And you know what? It's their right. Because basically what happens is they at the end of the tour, oops, here's the grandparents, and they're like, oh, we, we came back from our tour early. This is great. We'll hang out. And like at first the kids are put off by them, but then they just charm their pants off because they're, they're very charming older Jewish people. You've got uh, two fun actors, uh, Al, Ros- Al Rusio as Henry Silver. Uh, he's been in some stuff. He's in Godfather Part Three, uh, big-time TV actor. He's in Showgirls as well. I think, yeah, he's like the guy that runs – 
the strip club and showgirls. Oh no way, he's that <laughs> guy. Uh, oh, I think so. Unless I'm getting, he's definitely in showgirls, but I might be getting showgirls mixed up. Uh, Erica Yoon is the mother, the grandmother Adele Silver, who is, and you guys will know this, and I won't. Uh, she played Madame Ruby in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh. You, see, you did not see that movie? Still have never seen it. You gotta see it. It's good. It's Tim Burton. I know. For some reason, I've always, it's always turned me off. I think, is there a lot of circus stuff in that movie? No, you're thinking about Big Top Pee Wee, which okay. is a sequel to that movie that, w- that definitely underperformed. No, you gotta see the first one because it's got a lot of great moments. Phil Hartman has a sm- very small role towards the end. So Okay. And, well, Phil Hartman also was like responsible for co-creating the show with him or something? Yes, the character. Ooh, they, they both, know, wow, I didn't know that. They both created the character as I understand it. He never appeared on, on Pee-wee's Playhouse, though? <sighs> good question. I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of it. I mean, I don't uh, really know. Oh, I, I, I watched a good amount of Ple- uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse, but I do not recall that at all. I was too young to re- probably really know, recognize Phil Hartman off the bat, but Pee-wee is great. I, Paul Rubens is good, and I need to revisit that new movie they put on Netflix. I don't know if Oh, I, I never watched, watched it. it the holiday special or whatever. Yeah, I, I saw it once, and I was I was just like, well, whatever. I just found my next uh, internet project is tracking this down. So I was looking through the grandfather's filmography, and he appeared on a television adaptation because I guess there was also a movie of no, no, it was just a TV show uh, called The Littlest Hobo. Listen to this plot synopsis. A German shepherd dog wanders endlessly, only stopping to do a good deed or help a person in need before returning to his road without end. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) This eternal fucking dog just wanders the streets of America helping people. Oh, I love it. Let me, let me just let me stop a million tweets because uh, Phil Hartman was Captain Carl in the first couple seasons of. There you uh, go. Yes. Um, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes. Just stopping a million tweets. Um. So yeah, but we're having this all awesome now. The next day, like I'm gonna get rid of my my parents, and uh, Tuesday's gonna bring her friend Steve. We're all gonna get it wet this weekend, kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, but of course that doesn't happen because the grandparents don't go away. And Tuesday shows up with her friends who are like these goth metal girls, which we are coding as disgusting. Oh, absolutely, dude. Steve Sanders gets to the doorway and vomits all over one of them. I mean, this is crazy. No, that doesn't happen, but it's insane. I guess it's because it's like they're alternative, quote unquote, or something. Yes, they're, right. they're not like cheerleader type or whatever. You know, They're not your they're, quote unquote standard Beverly Hills babe. They're totally attractive women, though. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's like they're, and One has like a, the, the only thing is the one, not a thing, but like how they're coding is disgusting. She, one of them has the uh, earring and nipple and uh, nipple ring. Whoops, uh, and nose ring <laughs> uh, connected thing, which we right. find as very extreme, a little too far, I guess. Steve Sanders could have easily sashayed his way into a threesome. With Absolutely, those two. They're, they're, he's they're by the pool. The two of them are all over him on yeah. either side. That's it, dude. And like, what else difference. do you need? 
This is the difference between Steve Sanders and Dylan. I feel like Dylan would be like, okay, man, we're partying. <laughs> Just yeah, together, exactly. all of us, hey, cool, you got any cool that, any of that biker coke? Awesome. Now we're having a good time. <laughs> they're going to, like, exchange, like, oh, like in Jaws, they're like, here's this scar, here's that scar. Exactly. Let's look at some tattoos, like, compare some tattoos. I bet Dylan's got, like, a, a mom heart tattoo hidden somewhere. <laughs> He's got a tattoo on his dick that says, all aboard. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, back at the, uh, Brenda finally finds Dylan's hotel because she calls Brandon and Brandon says where where it was. Uh, she goes to see him and oops. And this is I mean, like, I don't necessarily believe Dylan here because it's like, I don't know, like whatever o'clock it's early. And this girl is just hanging out drinking what looks to be I guess it's orange juice. But to me, it's probably a cocktail as well. No, that's what dude. I was just guessing it was orange juice because it's that early in the morning. Yes. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, like exactly. We, we've we got like breakfast on the way. And like Brenda's like devastated, like oh my god, I can't believe you. And like yeah, dude, like you have a girl, you like it's one thing in the afternoon, like you hang out by the bar with this old friend of yours, sure. It's the morning. You guys did something last night, right? You sixty nine. Come on, you sixty nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe like a no strings, no frills sixty nine. Just get in. It's all business kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, and sure. we're doing it at the same time to save even more minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's not technically cheating because it's mouth stuff, as we know. As we know. <laughs> no, no. Um, but so Brenda's devastated. She runs out. Dylan tries. He does a really bad job, as Dylan will, to try and like convince her. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you slept with this girl. He's like, no, I didn't, Brenda. Nothing happened. She's like, did you want to sleep with her? He's like, well, yes, but I didn't. <laughs> We're just like, again, man, just like, no, of course not. I only got your eyes for you, baby. Who, that pig back in there? <laughs> Absolutely not. Exactly. Diffuse I mean, the bomb, Dylan. The red wire is right there. This is on <laughs> Dylan, though. Like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? Bringing back a girl that you've previously had a thing with, and then, you know, you know your your current girlfriend, I guess. I don't know if... I don't know if Dylan thinks in those terms, but Brenda does. She's in town. Like, it's just, it's irresponsible of Dylan to do this. The one thing I thought, like, because the way they played earlier on, I'm like, oh, is she like her his cousin? Like, it's going to be like, Brenda, it's my cousin Janine or whatever. Yes, I had sex with my cousin, okay? I didn't know we were related at the time, (laughs) Bren. It was just 69ing. It didn't count. The only sort of defense he offers up that's like maybe a thing, but they don't explore it at all, and they don't give this woman a chance to also explain herself. Yeah. Like he says something about like that's Janie so and so. She grew up across the street from us. Okay. Like she he makes a mention that they were like neighbors, and I'm like, okay, like keep going with that. <laughs> yes. so you have to keep going with that. Like I, you know, I watched her grow up, Bren. We're like brother and sister. That's the line you need, dude. That and line. like you need to have her also like, you know, uh uh validate that yes. story, like back it up, you know. I've got a boyfriend, you know, I would never do anything. Dylan's just like my big brother. I just like to see him sometimes, give him a noogie. Like, that's fine. Yep. Uh, but so that, that none of that happens, and then Brenda's just like, "You want to fuck Dylan? Let's fuck right now!" Huh? Oh man, she's ready to go to hell tonight. <laughs> she's like, "You're a man with needs. I'm a woman with needs. Let's just fucking get it over with, Dylan." And he's like, "Dylan, stop talking and take your clothes off." 
And he's like, uh, uh, no. Um, he's so, like, he's in his, he's in his head. He's thinking about. You saw like a little cartoon of like Dylan McKay's like thoughts right now, and he's like thinking about sex, thinking about sex, and then fucking Admiral Akbar walks in <laughs> and just goes, "Air trap!" <laughs> and just keeps going. Yeah, because if you move in, nothing's gonna happen. It's just the fight will continue. Uh, they wind up going to David Silver's grandparents' house as well. Uh, they're in a big huff, and Brenda, like in the foyer, Brenda just basically is like. Uh, runs off with Kelly and Donna and Steve and Dylan are just like commiserating because Steve's been putting them in the pool. He's like, I don't want to hang out with those gross metal pigs, uh, Kelly. I want to <laughs> oh hang God. out with you. Yeah, he, he tries to rekindle with Kelly, but he also mentions to one of the other party goers, was it David or someone? But he mentions that he needs a dog catcher. Yeah. Which is Oh, yeah. Oh, good. it's so insane. Oh, the line is somewhere. Oh, I wrote it down because it's 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 like a one-two punch. Because I think uh, I think David, if I find it, I'll go back to it. I think David also has a part in that exchange. Yeah, but by by the way, you know the grandparents are making burgers and hot dogs, and I love these fucking people. <laughs> well, Dude, they are the most hospitable grandparents I've ever seen. They're getting your. They know everybody. All these kids are drunk at their house. They want to feed them, and they're like, "Hey, David," and it's great. He's like. David, uh, we're making some burgers, and he goes, hot dogs? It's a hot dog situation. <laughs> you got to love I... them them hot dogs, dude. <laughs> love a hot dog. And... Oh, I found it. It's Steve goes to Dylan. Dylan, you call the SWAT team, and I'll call the dog catcher. <laughs> God damn it. And but and he, David's like we're not gonna stay for lunch and they're like well why not oh we'll go out to oh we'll go out we'll treat you to you and your friends to lunch we'll go here we'll go there Dylan and he's like no because we don't want to hang out with you and they're like well your friends love us like they're just being polite it's kind of great because then the grandmother who's like heartbroken just goes as opposed to being rude oh yeah oh she's fucking dude this is the first time. Uh, in a long time, I've watched something where I put my hands over my face because it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> well, because the grandfather turns around and goes, how could you say that? It's like, oh, God <laughs> damn it. It's so bad. Because the other thing is, I was expecting this to turn into, you know, because like when Tuesday's friends show up and there's a lot of extras around this yes. pool party, you know. I was expecting this to, to turn into the, uh, you know, Bart, are all of these children friends of yours, <laughs> you know, and it was going to get out of control. But instead, it's like, it's the exact opposite. It's what any fucking high school kid would love, that, like, the adult presence there is just cool with it, and they're being nice, mm -hmm. and there's fucking, they're cooking you food, you savage. I mean, the, I mean his, David Silver doesn't realize, like, your grandparents aren't going to be as strict more morally with you as your parents. Exactly. Just let it go fucking let it wash over you you could just have a fucking good time enjoy your tequila sunrise dude it's right there okay totally. en enjoy your fucking 15 year old self drinking you asshole david it's okay if your friends smoke pot but they've got to do it back by the patio david <laughs> <laughs> you know what david here's the thing also probably a great idea since it's at the back of the yard uh, smoke weed in the hot tub only. <laughs> Listen, David, your your grandmother's gonna cook up some hot dogs, and then we're gonna have a you know gravity bong over there. And... Gravity bong, I wish. Uh, David, excuse me, I'll be right back. I gotta go upstairs and get my wallet so I can cut some of this coke with one of my black credit cards. No, David, if you see an older man come by here, he's my drug dealer. Totally cool. <laughs> if he wants some uppers, downers, he's got them all on him. Uh, don't let him rip you off, though, David. 
Don't hang let out. those hot dogs get cold. <laughs> he's gonna hang out for a little bit. We have to. He's gonna smoke up with us a little bit. You know, this is the way it goes with these dealers. You know, it's not legal yet. It's ninety-two. Oh, some, sometimes that was the worst. Uh, like the the dude's gonna hang. Oh, absolutely. I never liked the hang. No, I've never never enjoyed it. Um, or the the enforced like you gotta hang if yes. you're going there. Like a buddy, a kind of a pseudo friend. It, it's I I even though it's more terrifying i much prefer the i'm gonna get into your car sir and i hope you don't murder me we'll drive around the block once and call that a day kind of a thing um so but like so they're devastated david silver tries to get wet which i think is kind of part of his thing i mean and the, whole, the whole thing is david's fucking like why here's the thing i understand you want to fuck kelly taylor congratulations it's never gonna happen uh but why do you think Steve Sanders is some kind of an Olympic god that you need to, like, <laughs> fucking look up to? That guy sucks ass. But yeah. he has had Kelly, and David I has see. not. You I'm know, sure. it's like Steve Sanders can teach me all the secrets to Kelly Taylor's heart, you know? Yeah, and Steve Sanders is a convertible. He's in physical shape, even though he's not a jock. He washed out of the basketball tryouts. <laughs> For sure. Due to racism. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he goes upstairs with Tuesday and like they start making out and making out. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I have to get this off my chest. Oh, please. Because it's shocking that David Silver thinks that he could possibly get an erection in a room full of birds. <laughs> what? What? Dude, when they when they start making out, there's all these yeah. uncaged birds just oh, standing so, on these yeah. like yes, right. fucking pedestals some, or whatever. Some parrots and stuff, dude. I'd I'd be totally fine. Just pretend you're. Oh a yeah, just fucking yeah, yeah, dude. These uncaged <laughs> parrots are nipping at your fucking balls. No <laughs> thanks. You I'm can't not... trust a bird. People People should not own birds. Oh, no, thank I you. Had, I had a few birds when I was growing up. Not, I mean, this was like when I was in like grade school or something. Yeah. I'm sure I popped a stiffy around <laughs> one of them. Not in like that no, way, I know but you it's mean. just a happenstance. Well, yeah. sometimes you can't help it. I know. I and mean, that's just biology. Oh. And that's the day I got circumcised. <laughs> oh, David, <laughs> give it to me. Ah, give it to me. Ah, give it to me. Exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't. Wrong know. hole. Wrong <laughs> hole. Scrack, I, even, I want your dick. Scrack. <laughs> I wouldn't even think of a bird, really. Like, <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah. I feel like a cat or a dog, might, you know, as, as a fellow mammal, might. Yeah. Really no, know I what's mean, no animal. <laughs> no animals should be in the room when funny business is going on, man. But man, when you know, if if, if your rules applied, we there wouldn't be humanity today because people used to fuck in the forest. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about forest fucking, man. Oh, only you, fucking. only you can prevent forest fucking. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you put out your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the fireplace. You got know. it. I got oh, you. Man. Maybe uh, that's the wrong. Maybe put out your erection. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so they make out for like two seconds. She breaks it off and she's like, oh, you know. And it's kind of a funny scene. Cause she's like, oh, you know, I, I, I was into you because you looked so much like my boyfriend who's not here. Who's taller and more handsome than you. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. And she's like, God. but you're not him. And my friends told me to go for it. And they blah, blah, blah. She's just weeping. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Scott, I totally got to sixth base. I kissed a girl. <laughs> hey, also, uh, we forgot about one of the funniest gags in the episode, dude. Right before that is when he has the fight with his grandparents and shit. And uh, 
it's like they call him over for some reason, and right before they call him over, he's trying to put sunscreen on her back. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, and there's just a sunscreen explosion. You could just see the look on his face, and she's like, "Wow, that's a lot of sunscreen." <laughs> and he just he leaves to go tend to his grandparents. Like, dude, just hang. I'm. I know they might keep yelling, but like, you can't leave this girl covered yeah. in random shit. Yeah, totally. You got to finish the job. <laughs> I think that's also part of one of the reasons why they don't hook up afterwards. Like, this guy's a fucking n- nobody. Yeah, she's like, N- no offense, David Silver, but there's already a bunch of shit slung across my back. <laughs> Come on. I know. I'm sorry. It, had to ha- uh, it did have to happen. I know. Um, I know. But so then, like, the day kind of progresses, and everybody's like, th- there's no apology scene just yet, but, like, the um, I think uh, yeah that's right the uh, the grandparents are telling this story about how they met and all this stuff it's really nice and they're like trying to like because obviously the guys and the girls don't like each other now Kelly is angry at Steve Steve is into Kelly and Brenda and Dylan are at each other's throats so they're trying to like diffuse the situation in their sweet grandparently way and they're doing a, a good job of it yeah and David's like oh man maybe I was wrong we're playing charades another oh, pretty yeah. old- Another Pretty Woman reference. The only movie to come out last year, I guess. It was a. I mean, it was a fucking phenomenon, dude. It absolutely yep. was. We d- we don't think of it that way now because it's an oddly problematic movie in a lot of ways these oh, sure. days. Oh, really? But yeah, there's just some weird stuff going on. Jason Alexander is fucking a horrible character in that movie. Um, but that like, scans. It, it was just it was it was massive though so like it kind of doesn't surprise me that they lean hard into it like this i do love uh yeah they're doing they're doing charades and it's dylan's turn to go up and dylan is just like you know uh two words it's a movie and then he points at brenda and donna goes brenda walsh (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's like no no donna no, no, Donna. <laughs> but I was glad that it, it 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 helps reset Donna right here back to dumb as Donna. Yes, because there's a scene. Oh yes, where so- Steve, it's it's Steve and Kelly are like in the pool, and he's like on a float, and he's like, "What do you think, Kel? Getting back together, blah." And she's like sitting on the side of the pool. In the background, you can totally see Donna reading a book, and I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> oh no, the weirdest part is Donna goes up to the two uh, Tuesdays friends. And she's like, wow, I really love your top. Oh, right, the top trade. Want a trade? And this woman's like, no. (laughs) And also, if I'm this woman, I'm like, is she coming on to me? Like, what do you mean by this? Just trade? Well, I mean, because, like, Donna comes from a friend group where, like, they Uh, trade clothes all the time. And this woman, you know, she's like a bad, hardcore, like, biker babe, you know, goth chick or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm not fucking giving you my top (laughs) because... In the exchange, such as it would be, uh, I definitely do not want to wear whatever that is you have on. We should try this in real life. Next time you see someone in like a cool T-shirt, be like, you want to trade shirts right now? I'll give you my shirt. We'll go to the bathroom. We'll trade shirts. Just quick shirt swap. Shirt swap. Come with me to the bathroom. We'll trade shirts. (laughs) Give it to me. Give it to me. Give me a shirt. I'd be like, that guy's going to murder me in the bathroom. What's What's this doing in here? (laughs) Oh, that's Marvel comic shit. (laughs) um that's if you trade shirts with me so the uh so that's you know we're playing charades and like david goes up to uh his grandparents like wow i'm really sorry about this thing and the other thing that's going on here is david's parents just got divorced there's a a dropped line early on about right uh how his grandparents uh like kind of side with his mother even though uh you know they're uh, it's his grandparents on his father's side because they don't think they should get divorced this that the other thing by the way 
when we get to it, season like three, four, or five, you get a lot of Mel Silver. Mel Silver rules. He has my favorite line in the entire show, which is, I'm sorry, I have a problem with monogamy. <laughs> which is my favorite line. Wow. Anybody of note playing Mel Silver? No, he's a guy. I think he's an Eddie and the Cruisers, if that if that helps you, but not, nope, not, 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 not a lick. Not much else. Uh, uh -huh. But yeah, so like, um, they're like, you know, we just, you know, what, what with the divorce and everything, we just want to make sure you know that you can always come here. We, we love you so much. And like, this family's not going anywhere. It's a very sweet scene. And then like, like oh, and your friends are great. And they're like, oh, you know, my real best friend is Scott. Hey, yep. we should come here next weekend. Scott will come and we'll do this all again. And then there's this line of like, oh, that sucks. It's a great yeah, reaction totally. between the two next of them. Next weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we've been a little too cool. Oh, we have the orgy next weekend. Oh, fuck. We can't move that back. We can't. Re we can't. We're going to lose the deposit on the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Almost spit beer out of my mouth. I love uh, his, when he has the epiphany about Scott. He does at least acknowledge. He says, yeah, he's like, yeah, my best friend is Scott. And he says, I totally ditched him. Yes. What we need here. Just just for me, I guess. I know where you're going. You need a cut to this kid, <laughs> one in the cart on a roller coaster. Just ticket for one roller coaster, man. And there's Scott. Just yay. Yeah, he's having the time of his life. He's, a, he's in the bumper car. Yeah, just a little Magic Mountain montage of Scott. Or Ooh. just keep cutting back for split seconds here or there. So, like, you cut to Scott, and he's just, like, eating cotton candy really quickly, and then you go back to the episode. <laughs> or it's uh, Scott in bed with some gorgeous woman. He's oh, my God. He's a cigarette. She's like, wow, Scott, I never knew we could do this ever since we met at Magic Mountain. <laughs> and then, like, it's, like, a weird thing where, like, the, they're oddly close in bed. Like, the camera's oddly close to the both of them. And then we just pan to the left, and there's another woman that's like, yeah, Scott, I sure I wish your friend David could have been here to hang out with us. And then we pan out the window and we see a train going through a tunnel. <laughs> uh, so that's, I mean, the last one of the, the last scene of, of note is uh, Dylan and Ke uh, Brenda by the pool. And they, they've clearly made up, and it's like, you know, do you think we'll ever have grandkids and blah, blah, blah. It's just a cute scene. They're, they're nice together. You get it's a, you a cute get... scene with a good Dylan line here, though. Oh, please. What do you, what do you, what you got there? Because Brenda goes, uh, you know, like, I want a house like this someday or something like that. And then Dylan goes, then you'd have David Silver as a grandson. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot stop shitting on the guy who made this all possible. It's great. They hate his guts. Uh <laughs> You get a bad John Wayne impression here. It's a medium rare yeah, John Wayne impression. It, I was okay with it. Yeah, I think he would have been a great podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> it, would be, it, would, it would be amazing if we, you know, you know, you know, you're listening to this on on, on the on a podcast. You don't know what we look like. You show up. Three of us look like three of us, and Chris Cabin looks like Luke Perry. And you're like, what? Oh, yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> Follow us on Twitter individually for the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can have that illusion shattered. Um, yeah. So, uh, but that's kind of it. You know, like they they kind of make up and like they're they're kind of playful by the pool. We already talked to the Brandon episode. That's it. You know, this episode, somebody in the writers' room was like, you know what? We've got all these kids. Let's get them out doing kid shit. Yep. Yeah. What I mean, if we had cool. our group of friends actually all hang out with each other like a group of friends? 
It's food for thought right there. <laughs> um, uh, so that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we, I want to cut to Eric Siska. Any parting Ooh. shots? Are you excited um, to do this? We've got one more Melrose Place episode coming up next week. And the week after that is our final Beverly Hills 90210 episode Jesus. of this quarantine-free version. But it will move to Patreon at a date TBD. There's a lot of stuff in the air, but it might come back. It will come back. We just don't know when. Yes. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm very excited to keep going on both of these shows because I really had no idea what a cornucopia I was facing. <laughs> I I really have enjoyed both of these. This episode was good. I enjoyed all the little lessons and all the horniness of it was very interesting. So obviously I'm excited to keep going. Uh, Andrew Jupin, any thoughts? Yeah, I have a thought, but I also have a question, Steve. Okay. So the question first it's not going to inform my final thought in any way, but the question is, do we see these grandparents ever again? I looked at it. it, it, it it's, it's a no. They're, they're never coming back. That fun. fucking sucks. What Dead. a fucking mistake, Darren Starr. What a fucking mistake. David Silva didn't go to our funeral? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Sanders is there crying. Uh, Dude, also, uh, our funeral is a fucking double-team funeral. <laughs> they had the best pool I've ever seen. And also, by the way, David... David, you do not want to. Oh, actually, no. Adele Silver shows up a bunch. I'm looking at it at least four more times, uh, three more times in '96 and '97. So that's mm. something. Ooh, okay. But you know what? I think the the uh, David Silver's grandfather disappears because he's in the Nether Plane fighting Malachi Throne behind the scenes. That makes oh, a good deal. Of totally sense. Checks but out. if you're, I mean, if you if you've got this fucking uh, what do you call it there. Uh, uh, these rich grandparents, the one thing you want to do is remain in their good graces for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. Never had the pleasure, by the way, but I I, I wish I did. Yeah. Uh, Similarly. The other thing I wanted to point out, though, I have a a fave uh, editing gag here in this episode that we didn't get to touch on. I just want to mention it really quickly. Uh, There's a scene where they're in the Silver's house and... um, Donna and Kelly are like walking up the stairs. It's like the first awkward night and they're just going to go to bed and they're like, oh, what do you think? Uh, like, I think Kelly's like, what do you think Brenda's doing right now? Oh, yeah. To which Donna responds, oh, Dylan, what beautiful eyes you have. And they kind of have a laugh. And as they are mid-laugh, it is smash cut to a close-up of the door just saying broom closet. <laughs> and it's just her sleeping in there. Holy shit, is that funny. That's good. Anyway, just wanted to point that out. But yeah, I'm super excited to continue, uh, especially also on Patreon, which, yeah, just to confirm what Steve was saying, uh, it is not so much an if as it is indeed a when we return. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, yeah, like I said before, th- what I love about this episode is we finally get all the kids being kids, being around each other, mixing it up, fucking and fighting. It's what I want. You know what I mean? Like, it just, <laughs> Absolutely. I don't, I don't need, you know what doesn't happen in this episode? Brandon dates a girl who da 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 and everyone has to sit around and be like, oh, Brandon, why does she ba ba da ba You know what I mean? Yep. Like, none yep. of that shit yep. happens. Um. So yeah, uh, we are coming back. We're coming back next week for sure for uh, Melro- our last Melrose Place of this season. We'll call it. But yeah, so that it's been fun. We will see. You. We've got a lot of stuff coming up next week. We're doing an episode on uh, oh uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Everybody, uh, oh, Cradle yeah. of Cradle, Life. Yes, yes. I wanted to quickly. Yeah, the Cradle of Life. Yeah, the Very sequel, sad. the and second Angelina Jolie movie. Oh, I want to mention if you um, want to catch up. You know, get up to speed for that second uh, Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movie. We did indeed 
do a full episode on the first Lara Croft Tomb Raider, which is on our Patreon. There are so many full episodes, both on the We Hate feed and the We Love feed, which is all for five bucks. You get five bucks, you get hours of entertainment on Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, we, 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 we released an episode on Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, very recently, which rules uh, the school. Great, great summer entertainment there. Uh, oh, yeah. We got yeah. A, a, a Nexus on... Uh, Two pretty pretty solid eps of uh, the board was showing up. The yeah, that's right, very good. Deadly Year and uh, Q Hugh, both great episodes. And you've got yourself a, a, a Gleep Glossary on Bib Fortuna, an Animation Damnation on the Mass cartoon. Mm-hmm. Tons of great shit this month. And the cool thing is, when you sign up, you get all the other months as well. So you get a shit ton of content the second you sign up. By the way, speaking of signing up for stuff, if you go to whmpodcast.com, there'll be a, a fun button that'll let you know uh, a uh, to where our merch store is, and be an Act Blue link where to donate because we are donating all of our proceeds that we get from our T Public store this year, the entire year, uh, to Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter adjacent charities. We've seen a lot of you guys uh, grab some stuff, and it's been awesome and donating as well. So it's really cool to just sort of spearhead that effort as best we can. So thank you guys for that. Uh, yeah, and before we go, Steve, I, you know, I, I know we've already said we're going to bring this back in some iteration on Patreon, or will we? I want to read ooh, the oh. room. Mm. I want to read the room. Give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you get the show, and let us know if you've been enjoying Melro 210. That is a great totally. idea. Yeah, not, we, need, we need more iTunes reviews, guys. Come on. Yeah, because yeah, you, and not like those fake ones that are like, don't want, don't listen to this show. They're a bunch of racists. Yes, there's a bit of concern trolling on our iTunes. There's a bit of uh, supporters of the president. Oh, you don't want mm. that. And if, and if you're mm. listening to this in the, I don't know, the president right now is Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending upon when you get this. Yeah. yeah, I think I feel like David Silver's grandparents would vote for Biden in a big bad way. It's my guess. Yep. 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 Just judging by the way they host a barbecue? Absolutely. <laughs> so that's going to do it this week. We will see you next week. I have been Steven Sadak. I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Remain indoors. And please put on your fucking mask so this could end. That was a HeadGum Podcast.